Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Off the Cuff. There's nothing new about book burning, but it's usually authoritarians like the goons in Nazi Germany who are lighting the match. Here in America, we're witnessing something like book burning, but our version is book banning. It amounts to the same thing, suppressing ideas that the foot soldiers of the woke culture want to eliminate. The most recent example is a book by Andy No, a controversial, conservative, some might say right-wing, independent journalist who wrote a book called Unmasked, an expose about the violent anarchist of Antifa. According to one news report, a prominent bookstore in Portland, Oregon, carried the book, but when leftists learned about it, they mounted an aggressive protest, and in just a few days, the bookstore stopped selling the book. Imagine, imagine if a bunch of conservatives bullied a prominent bookstore into removing a book about the mob that stormed the Capitol on January 6th. Liberals in the media would be all over that story. Well, let's just say they're not all over this story. Amazon recently canceled a controversial book about transgender issues. And when the biggest bookseller in the world refuses to sell a book, the message to publishers is pretty clear. Why should we risk our money publishing a book that Amazon won't sell? And then, of course, there's Dr. Seuss, which brings us to Winston Marshall, a British musician who was the lead guitarist in the band Mumford & Sons. Marshall read Andy No's book about Antifa and tweeted, Finally had the time to read your important book. You're a brave man. Good for Winston Marshall, a musician who had the guts to stand up for what he believed, who wasn't afraid of what his progressive friends in the artistic community might think. Well, not exactly. When his tweet was met with criticism, he put out another tweet, which said, I have offended not only a lot of people I don't know, but also those closest to me, including my bandmates, and for that I am truly sorry. And then he added, As a result of my actions, I am taking time away from the band to examine my blind spots. Artists like to think of themselves as brave, as willing to take chances and say things in their work that they believe in. Well, Winston, you flunked that test. You should have stood up to your bandmates. You should have told them that they're free to believe what they want and that you're free to believe what you want. But you're hardly the only one out there who has caved to those enlightened progressives. Our universities are run by weak people who give in to the woke thugs who want to nuke ideas they don't like. Corporations have joined the cancel culture. So have journalists. So have educated suburban liberals who, you know, don't want to be left out of the newest thing that hit America. The cancel culture cannot survive without cowards giving in to the demands of the mob. And there is no shortage of cowards these days who, of course, don't see themselves as weak, but as woke sophisticates. If there's a backlash coming against this un-American cancel culture, it can't come soon enough 
to suit me. And that's it for this edition of Off the Cuff. Until next time, I'm Bernie Goldberg.